wildtalkradio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are and it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch. You hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. What the game is playing! Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie! Everyone, welcome to the Rocker here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out YouTube.com/MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out, and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And we have a new email, guys, so more incentive to subscribe. I'm your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer, such co-host, such handyman, Sir Rockin. I was sitting here a second ago trying to put something together and went, Wait, I thought I had a command for something. Wouldn't you know it? I was looking at the wrong night bot. That's not my fault. Who said it was your fault? I'm just saying. I'm I, I, I heard the accusatory. It was the wrong night bot. I was looking at the wrong night bot. Uh, my bad, because we have two. So there's that. You can do it as that Wild Talk Radio Show. Come to Wild Talk Radio. 
Facebook.com, twitch.tv slash the material live record show.com to interact with us throughout the night. Because it's the same picture I use all the time. That the, the, the screen that you're seeing on your screen hasn't changed in a while. She's not in that gimmick anymore either. We'll, we'll eventually change when I figure out something. Because we, we stand Wyndham Rotunda on this show. We love him very much, even though he's off living his best life, and we fully support that. Um, we still like to keep him around. Also, you know, Alexa's badass, so we support Alexa too. But yes, they're not in that gimmick anymore. It is it is the tragedy of what could have been had Vince not decided to get a wild hair up his ass and fire Bray. That didn't work either. God damn it. Anyway. Not bitter. Not, at bit, all. not bitter at all. Not, still not bitter. Yeah, not, not bitter. Anyway, we have stuff to get into tonight because we have a lot of news we have to talk about. And we're going to be talking all about Money in the Bank, which is going to air this Saturday on Peacock in the U.S. And, and the WWE Network everywhere else and pay-per-view providers if you're interested. Um, so that'll be on the back half of the show. But I say we don't waste any time and we just jump right into news. Back to our friends over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211. So let's just start at the top, work our way down, which is that Bellator fighter Valerie Lordra signs with WWE. Yeah, that, that, that was a big... Okay, that was the big get of the week. Was in quotes was. was um and then today happened then today happened but no she's 23 years old um she's still with Bellator um but that contract is now on pause so so she can head to WWE I believe she's headed to NXT 2.0 or Performance Center and to start off her career in WWE so we'll see how the transition goes and what she does and how she makes out with it so but uh here we are. Also, the big get for today, joining her among the WWE ranks, will be one, Logan Paul. He is officially signed with WWE, um, and he will be doing specific premium live events, such as like SummerSlam, WrestleMania, those types of things, and some Raws and some SmackDowns if they need him. Yeah, but he'll probably be there to build his matches. I would assume he's on Raw in the next, what, week or two? probably yeah like he's there specifically to be an attraction and that's fine he's not going to be a full-time member of the roster but he drew for wrestlemania and they got a lot of good press for it so why not bring him back and put him under contract and just do the thing yeah so that that's kind of how it's gonna go and um it's a signing it's a you could be undecided on what you think of logan paul you like him you like him if you don't you don't it is what it is, I guess. But everybody uh, likes to see somebody get punched in the face. Everyone especially does. if it's Logan Paul. <laughs> everyone likes to see someone get punched in the face, even if it's Logan Paul. That is a hundred percent true. People do like to see that happen. So yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes and what it draws from him and how it draws for them. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It it's to be announced. Or to de- to be determined, I should say. But I would expect him versus Miz at SummerSlam. Oh, totally. Because that's kind of the direction. And he, he sent a message to Miz as when he signed his contract. And Miz sent one back. Did he? Okay. Yeah, cool. he did. He's yeah. like, it's not... He did the meme that's like, it's not funny. Ha ha. It's funny. Hmm. So, we'll see. Speaking of, um, we'll see. 
So, table for three, in quotations, is returning, but it's actually going to be table for five this time, because we're going to be getting a table for five with the members of the Bone Street crew. That's right. They got the Godfather, Undertaker, Rikishi, Henry Godwin, and Midian all together with food and presumably alcohol and to talk. To chit-chat, and I have little doubt it will be a rowdy crew. The episode airs tomorrow, so everybody go check that out. I think it's available on Peacock in the U.S. and WWE Network everywhere else. Yeah, it'll be on the, on the WWE Network and probably, probably tomorrow at some point. Yeah. Like, holy crap. I Release the unedited version, you coward. <laughs> Just do it. What do you mean? The full thing. What do you mean? Is it gonna be, you don't think they, sat, they only sat there for 20 minutes? No, I want the full, like, however long those sessions are, because they have to be in, like, an hour or two hours. I want the full unedited thing. <laughs> Just for everything that they talk about where it's, oh, shit, that can't go in. Because there's at least one of those. Like, I just, I've waited 20 years for something like this. I've been Please. waiting for 20 years for this 20. thing to happen. It's been 84 years. 84 long years. No, but it's like now that The Undertaker's retired, he can do stuff like this. So the fact that he actually did something like this, and it's going to be on TV where you can watch it, that's like, holy crap, yes, I want to see this content specifically because I'm a nerd when it comes to this kind of stuff, and I feel like it's important that they get these guys' stories. Mm-hmm. That they get the oral history of the wrestling from the 80s and the 90s, and the, especially from the guys who lived and worked during like the Attitude Era, and all of those stories that came out of that, because we know they're they're there and they're present. I feel like it's super important to get that oral history directly from them, especially since we have the capability to do it in a much simpler format, where basically you can set Undertaker up, or you can set Godfather up with a computer, a camera, and a microphone, and he can just sit there and talk, and they can just record it, right? You don't have to bring them to a studio, you don't have to do any of that crap, you can just literally just, like, set them up with a streaming setup, and they're good. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they're gonna do a table for three... With these guys is really, really, really cool to me. Can you move your cursor, please? (laughs) (laughs) It's blocking the seat. Because I was going to go to the next thing. Because what else is cool is that Taker's not done with just a table for three. Oh, no. WWE announced that The Undertaker will be hosting a one-man show on July 29th at the Wild Horse Saloon in Nashville as a part of SummerSlam weekend. Titled Undertaker, One Dead Man. Clever. The show it's clever. The show will have Taker in an intimate setting, sharing never before heard stories from his Hall of Fame career and taking questions from those in attendance. If it wasn't at the Wild Horse, I would totally go, but it's I hate the Wild Horse. No offense to the saloon, it's just I don't like the venue. It's an awful venue. Um, and I don't want to get COVID again. So but if you're interested, tickets are available, so so please go watch them and somebody take video. And last but not least, for WWE, WWE and ESPN have announced 16 nominees for the Best WWE Moment ESPY Award of the past year. So you can go to ESPN.com and the ESPYs and look for the WWE stuff and you can go vote Yeah, for that moment. Because there, there's, there's, what, 16 categories you said? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a bracket format. 
for the WWE moment of the year, which include the following. Brock Lesnar wins the 2022 Men's Rumble. Bianca wins the Royal the win the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. John Cena returned at Money in the Bank 2021. Ronda wins the Rumble. We bring back the live fans in WWE. We got a Stone Cold Stunner at WrestleMania for one Vince McMahon. Roman Reigns becomes the undisputed WWE Champion at WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes returns to WWE. Big E cashes in. Mo- Miz turns on Logan Paul. Becky returns at SummerSlam. The Undertaker in the Hall of Fame. Edge beats Seth Rollins in Hell in a Cell Crown Jewel. We Man Body Slam Sami Zayn. Brock returns and Steve Austin wrestles at WrestleMania 38. It's all bracket format. As you said, just go to ESPN.com, look for the WWE section, and vote. Please do, please vote. Moving on to the A, the E, the W's. Um, We've got a signing, a pretty big signing for them. Cesaro is now all lead. He has joined the company. He showed up at... The Forbidden Door. The Forbidden Door, thank you. Uh, This past Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. Congratulations to him. So, remember, Sorry. it was Sunday. Sunday was the long day. Sunday was long. I get it all confused. Because WWE's on a Saturday, the AEW's on a Sunday. It, it's all weird, because that was the reverse for a while. Yeah, so he showed up as the replacement for um, Brian Danielson at Forbidden Door. He wrestled Zack Sabre Jr., and then he wrestled this past week on Dynamite in the blood and guts. With a not so awkward, just a, a, a ringside table that was just normal. Totally didn't have two crash pads under it. Didn't have two crash pads under it, and had five guys, six, six guys in a match that looked like they were, I don't, I don't know, from a boy band or or something with the red outfit. Hey, when you gotta get to the, you know, the bar by ten, but you gotta match it or a boy band performance at nine. Or I don't know, they could be the new village people. Who who knows exactly. No, no, the village people would never have worn anything like that. <laughs> they had taste. Um, moving on. There's a departure from AEW. Alan Angels of the Dark Order is no longer with the company. They opted not to re-sign him. Um, but he put out a very nice message on Twitter, and he is moving on in his future endeavors. Yes. Ollie Wrestling and the Jacksonville Jaguars Foundation have announced that they will become the to- co-title sponsors of this year's Culture Ball, one of the world's most prestigious invisible disability inclusion charity galas, taking place on Saturday, August 27th in Birmingham, Alabama. So that's nice. Yeah. So good for them. So get your tickets if they're available. Which I don't know if they're on sale. I don't know if they're on, uh, on sale. I would have to look it up as I will as you talk about the next story. Okay. AW is going to be featured at the upcoming San Diego Comic Con as part of the Warner Brothers Discovery presentation. The Q&A panel titled AEW Heroes and Villains will feature a conversation with AEW stars CM Punk, Jake Cargill, Darby Allin, Orange Cassidy, and Brian Danielson and will be moderated by AEW commentator Excalibur. This discussion will dig into the heroes, villains, and championship quests through the eyes of the five panelists. This is interesting to me. The way that this is being set up. Because AEW is very much into the whole reality. It feels like it's ripped from the headlines kind of thing. So the fact that they're phrasing it as almost heroes and villains and they're phrasing it in a much more um, sort of like fantasy sense. That they're entertainment? That they're entertainment. I find that very interesting. Wait, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like It's a good thing to be at San Diego Comic Con. But... Would you like to know why? Why? And this is going to pain every AEW fan, whoever listens, because they're not going to want to hear it. They want it to be considered for an Emmy nomination. Just like the fa- folks at WWE have tried. Guys, your AEW is trying to be sports entertainment. 
trying. I think they're they already are, aren't they? But they want to be considered reality entertainment. Reality entertainment, not even sports. Reality. Well, they wanted to be in the reality category. By the way, if you're an AEW fan and you listen to the show, why? <laughs> because we provide insight and analysis. Because we have the one and only AEW expert on the show. No, no, no. No, that was a fluke. I don't know what the picks were because we made picks, but I don't know the results of the picks because we didn't do a show about it. And, you know, our slacking intern didn't tell us the results. Because it was purposely not brought up. <laughs> it was purposely not brought up. Okay. Let's see how this. We could, I could figure this part out. Anyway, go to cultureball.com and that's with a K. For more information, the, the press really said nothing about tickets. If you don't know what we're talking about, Rock and Brent make me pick AEW pay-per-views for fun. I don't watch the product. I only know what they tell me about the product when they talk about it. That's it. That's what I'm picking based off of. Yeah. And she went. She was the top picker last month. A fluke. <laughs> a fluke. Was anyway. It a, was it a fluke? I, it, it was a fluke. I don't, I don't know. I get to call it a fluke until the pick'em results come in. Until the pick'em results come in. Okay. And well, even then, it will still be a fluke because I have no confidence in what I pick. No confidence in what you picked. Okay. I see how it is. Okay. You're messaging Brent right now, aren't you? No, because he won't answer me. Because <laughs> he's probably on his way home from work. Brent, <laughs> stop and get his tacos. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of Brant, let's do the Blame Brants. Ah, uh, that's a good injury around Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulders snapping. It's this week's Injury Roundup. Unfortunately, the A- the AEW has continued to be plagued by the injuries coming out of Forbidden Door. It appears that Adam Cole suffered a concussion at the pay-per-view. Hashtag Blame Brent. Um... He ducked out of taking a finish and move at the show, which caused a very awkward finish. Um, and it was it was thought to be his shoulder, but it's actually a concussion. So best of luck to him as he recovers. And hopefully it's not too bad. And hopefully it's not this thing I'm about to say. Torn labrum. Hashtag blame Brent. Hopefully not. But go rest up, Adam Cole. I actually saw that like Kenny Omega made some pretty interesting comments regarding his injuries too that well, basically well, go ahead I'll, i can i have i have context but yeah what was the what would you hear just basically that like if if his body gets that bad again or if he has to if he has like any setbacks concerning his injuries that like he's just fucking done no 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 that see that it, that was backward that's out of context a little bit okay i was gonna say it seemed a little weird done with rehab oh he's done with rehab he'll just uh, he'll just learn, learn headlines, yeah yeah learn he'll learn how to deal with it and train differently just not to go through like the rehab whatever rehab he's doing he's going he'll change his ways that seems stupid to me just do i mean i know it's painful but it's your body just just do the rehab and just heal oh eventually heal but what if it doesn't heal right well everything is healing everything is healed it's just i don't know way he's training anyway continue on that's worrisome take care of yourself kenny last but not least ring of honor returns on pay-per-view this or on saturday july 23rd at the tongan center in lowell massachusetts where they will be doing death before dishonor so tony Khan presents death before dishonor death before dishonor ring of honor samoa joe jay lethal two young upstarts headlining your show for the ring of honor television title Wait, who's the ROH champion? 
Oh God, who is the ROH champion? Is there an ROH champion? I'm legitimately trying to think, who the hell is the ROH champion? This is where we actually need Brent, because he would know these things. But he's not around. Um, Ring of Honor World Champion. Oh, oh, what's his, what's his bucket? Before you even Googling. It's not, he's not in the company. That's why we never see him. Um, <laughs> yes, I know. What's his bucket? That's really great terminology for knowing people. But I don't watch Ring of Honor. So, uh, Jonathan Grith- Grisham, he's your world champion. There's your answer. Because he doesn't work much for AEW. He's not, he's, he is not all elite. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Because I'm sitting here, it's like, why is it for the television title? Don't they have a world title? Then there'll probably be a world title match on the show, too. But right now, the thing they're promoting on TV is that. Because, you know, that, that's good use of television time. Uh, good luck, Tony. Good luck. So with that, I say we take our first and only break of the evening. And when we come back, we will be talking all about WWE Money in the Bank. So you don't want to miss it. You're the rack right here on MalltalkRadio.com. We will be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Give me a hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked, what? what they didn't like, what? and what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show, what? Monday nights, what? 11 p.m. Eastern, what? live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line, go stone, go Simpson. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Every week, we jump into the world of awesome! With The Rack Extra Reviews, Ms. and Mrs. This one had to go out and buy all the toys. She lifted my foot up, stuffed it straight up my ass, and said, I don't care. Kid gets toys. Yeah. Check out the Rack Extra Reviews, Ms. and Mrs., available weekly at wildtalkradio.com and rackradioshow.com. Did you know you can use support a creator code Rock and Sock in the Fortnite item shop? That's R O C K N S O C K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. You think you know me? Hey, 
Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar, a.k.a. Dwight Hendrickson from Haven, and you are listening to The Rack. here on wildtalkradio.com brought to our friends over at mbg films check them out youtube.com slash mbg 1211 and if you're listening to us over on rockradioshow.com wildtalkradio.com directly on twitch thank you so much for tuning in we greatly appreciate it you're on twitch and you happen to have a prime gaming sub available well you can use it here for free for 30 days all you have to do is hit the little purple button down the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free it is that simple and with that tweet of the week to be the kind of person spending time on my space until the spammers ended up taking over my place and I was so bitter until I found Twitter oh a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving my addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline cause I won't stop tweeting no Alrighty. Twitter. You good? Okay. Sammy Zane. Can you really say you're best friends with someone if you haven't tried to kill them at least once? Kevin Owens. I'm going to come ring your doorbell in the middle of the night at some point this week. Friendship. So Dom McHalk tweets, The last blockbuster has 16 copies of Morbius to rent, with six currently rented. Jenny Yokobori. Nature is healing. Chris Hackney. They're DVD copies of Morbius. This causes psychic damage on many levels. Jenny Okobori, I'm going to get you one for Christmas. Chris Hackney, good thing I don't accept gifts. Jenny responds, I'm going to hide it in your house. By the time you find it, it will be too late. And he responds, as long as you do it while whispering, it's Morbin time. <sighs> it's more Morbin shit. Okay. Hurricane Helms. Sometimes I walk by a clock just to pass the time. And last, but certainly not least, this is political. I'm not sorry about it because I'm. it's just really fucking funny. So... Lake Superior tweets out, This lake venomously stands with women having the right to choose. Tom Fitton responds, Water is wet and abortion kills a human being. Lake Superior responds, Thomas, not even your first talking point is correct. Water is not wet. What water touches is wet. And I'm confident I have a lot more experience in making things wet than you do. Caleb Braxton, I intended to have a healthy brunch today. I ordered an egg white and a ve- veggie omelet with a side of fresh fruit. But before the waiter left, I asked him to add cheese to the omelet, sub the fruit for cheesy hash browns, and add a side of bacon. Hashtag riot for my diet. Caleb Braxton, R. Kelly is spending the rest of his life trapped in a closet, a.k.a. a prison cell. Mm. Tweet of the week. All right, so with that... 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are going to do Money in the Bank, which is going to air this Saturday on Peacock in the U.S. and on the WWE Network everywhere else and on pay-per-view for riders everywhere. So feel free to acquire however you would like. This is an interesting show with two very different ladder matches involved. Like we have some, we have some different names involved, which I'm all for. Um, but yeah, I say we let, let's, let's, jump, let's jump into it. Yeah. Let's, let's pick a, pick a ladder match. Let's start with a ladder match. I'm going to close with one. Start with one. Let's start with the ladies. Okay. So, the Money in the Bank ladder match for a women's championship match contract. You have Lacey Evans taking on Alexa Bliss, taking on Liv Morgan, taking on Raquel Rodriguez, taking on Asuka, taking on Shotzi, taking on Becky Lynch. This is... We got got some potential here. There are potential to do some things on this one. Everyone adores Shotzi and everything she does, right? I don't think she's winning. The one thing that I can say about this match... Is I don't really know. Like I, I can kind of rule out sadly Lacey Evans and I think Raquel Rodriguez. See, I can't. I, I'm on the opposite end of that. I can make cases for both. Okay, I don't want Lacey to win. How about that? You, you don't have. You don't want her to win, but I can make cases for her to win. Like I'm good with Raquel winning. Like if they wanted to put it on Raquel, that would be a very, I feel like, interesting move. Um, especially with Bianca's champion, because whoever whoever wins it has to be able to kind of taunt Bianca and get or, under Bianca's skin or, a little bit. Or Ronda. Or Ronda. Because the women have two champions, unlike <laughs> the men. Well, I don't know. They could unite it. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, they could. Um, they could. But with Raquel and Lacey, they're, they're, who are both on SmackDown, and Raquel's had some run-ins with Ronda, and it was kind of a breakout kind of moment for Raquel fighting Ronda on SmackDown a few weeks ago. There's an opportunity there to try to make her. And we've seen them really get behind pushing Lacey Evans in terms of the promo packages and everything, right? Like, those are two cases where it's like, do I want Lacey to win? I'm not the biggest fan of the idea, but I can't rule it out. Like, Asuka and Shotzi, I could rule out. Because I don't think Oscar needs it. Oscar doesn't need it. I can rule Becky out. You can. I can rule Becky out too. But at the same time, I could also make a case because then she can just torment and whatever. But her, I don't think Becky wins it because I think there's more opportunity for her to continue her downward spiral and see where that goes. I think, yeah, I think for the good of the division, you just need to keep Becky out of the title picture right now. And you just need to let her cool down a little bit more. And let other people take shots at Rhonda and Bianca, respectively. I could see them putting it on Liv and trying to heat Liv back up and trying to take another shot with Liv. Um, but I don't know. Like, I feel like they've cooled off on Liv quite a bit, but it's hard to say. It felt like that for a hot minute, right? We all kind of figured, okay, it's time to cool, kind of cool down. But then when the stuff with Judgment Day started and... And now, you know, picking up with the last few weeks is like she got the big win over Rhea and then she got a big win over Alexa this past Monday. So it's like, could we see it? Like, I feel like that because if you want to talk about making people, you could make Liv, you could make Ra- Raquel, you could make Shotzi here. because, And you could certainly make Lacey as well because it's like Alexa doesn't need it, Asuka doesn't need it, and Becky doesn't need it. Like... Alexa, I would love to see Alexa as champion, but at this point, Alexa's just kind of like coasting a little bit. And ultimately, I think we're going to get a program either between Alexa and Liv, or they're going to become a tag team. Um, 
coming out of this like Mm -hmm. that those two are going to be connected to each other because they're kind of doing a little something something between the two of them right now so i think that will come into play in the mask match and they could take each other out um it's 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 all possible like there are scenarios where all that can happen it's like that's what makes this match in particular one of the more intriguing ones to watch because five of the seven realistically have a opportunity to win so you could be on the edge of your seat the entire time going wait is so-and-so actually gonna win what is that actually going to be a thing so i i don't know we'll see i and it's also very hard to pick like i'm sitting like i'm sitting here going wait (laughs) who am i actually going to pick on this one um because it's a difficult question to answer. It's like, looking at it objectively. Okay, I'm ruling out Asuka and I'm ruling out Shotzi. I'm 50-50 on Becky. Or 30-70 on Becky. Because they can always do it. Um, Alexa. That's the tough one. Like, she's won it. Yeah, she's won it before and then she cashed in the same night, right? Yeah, she won it before and she cashed in that same night and she won the title. Off of Naya when she was fighting Ronda. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, and that yeah. went into, I think that went into Mania. No, that was, no. Her, Naya. Oh, wait, no, that was a different feud, I'm sorry. That was a different feud, yeah. Because um, that was, like, where we got the Little Miss Bliss and we got the Summer of Alexa, basically. Yeah. Um, Liv is a tough one. Like, if you're a Liv fan, this would be a big moment. Like, a really big moment for her. My My only problem with Liv is I really like Liv. I think she's a great performer. But I feel like in some ways the moment has passed. Like, they did all that shit with her earlier in the year. Built her up had her go for the title and you had her lose every time you had the opportunity at one point to make her and they didn't want to pull the trigger on her and now we're kind of facing this situation again and it's very hard to get behind Liv yeah knowing that they had multiple chances to pull the trigger on her and they have not done it so it's 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 kind of one of those things where it's like I just can't I like her. Does she deserve it? Absolutely. Do I think she's going to win it? I just don't think she's going to. I just don't. Because I'm trying to picture it's like, where is this going to go? Yeah. So you're, you have Liv Torment Rhonda and you have Liv Torment Bianca, which it's like between the two, Liv would realistically have to go to SmackDown to tor- torment Rhonda because that would be the bigger win. But she's not a tormentor, so... Yeah, she's not a tormentor. She's someone that it's like she's just going to kind of... I feel like she would be an opportunist and she would take advantage and she would try to pin somebody. Like, I feel like for whatever reason, I just get the feeling it's going to SmackDown. Like, I know the Money in the Bank winner can go back and forth because there's two champions, but I just get this feeling that it's going to go to somebody on SmackDown. It's not going to Raw because the Raw women's division is... It's it's fine. It's fine, yeah. Especially with Bianca... It's it's good. Like it's it's very very hot. The SmackDown Women's Division is still hot, but it's like you have you have the situation of Ronda, which I almost feel like that's how they're going to get the title off of Ronda. Is somebody's going to come in and take advantage? Okay, and they're going to pin her. Okay, I'm just spitballing. No nothing. Just have ideas in my head. Hmm. What if Shotzi doesn't make this match and she gets replaced by whom? Woo. Well, one, the internet would shit itself, too. Um, I don't <laughs> and, want that. And what if, woo, wins money in the bank? The internet would hate it. I'm just throwing Everybody, it out. I'm I, just throwing it out there. I'm just, just saying. These are just words. These are just words. These are just words. 
you're throwing it out there. Honestly, if they had Charlotte win Money in the Bank and then she goes on to beat Ronda Rousey for the title, that would be the biggest disappointment, I think, of 2022. No offense to Charlotte Flair at all, but absolutely, I don't think really anybody wants to see her as champion right now. Because she is the perpetual kind of eternal go-to champion. Like if they need to put a title on someone, they put it on Charlotte and she holds it. And she's a wonderful champion and she's very good at her job. But it's kind of to that point with her that it's like, I do not want to see her as champion. It's like Becky. Becky held the title for forever. She was an amazing champion. She did great work. She's continuing to do great work. I do not want to see the title belt back on her anytime soon. Because she doesn't need it at this point. The title needs to be where it is. It's on Bianca and it's on Ronda. And the trick is who can take the title from Ronda, right? And who on this list stands a chance of taking the title off of Ronda? Realistically, any of the women on this list could do it. Especially someone like Becky, because Becky's beaten Ronda. Yeah. Like, Becky's actually done the thing. But Becky, I don't think, is going to win Money in the Bank. She's going to fall short. I don't see them putting Alexa back in the ring because there have been injuries in the past with Alexa. She's concussion prone to a degree. So I think they're going to be careful with her. Maybe, but also I can see them doing Alexa and Bianca at SummerSlam if Rhea's not ready. Yeah, they could do that too. Honestly, I'm kind of down to like Raquel and Shotzi. I kind of want to see it go to Raquel. Okay, is that your pick? Yeah, I'm going to go with Raquel. All right, you're going to go with Raquel. Like, I'm just sitting here looking at it. I'm like, hmm, hmm, hmm. I'm down to Alexa and... Uh, not Alexa. I'm down to Raquel and Lacey. I feel... <sighs> Lacey's too obvious, but she's the heel. They really got to spark up the SmackDown division, because Natty's the challenger at the moment, and yeah, we'll get to that here in a minute. Uh, Yeah, I'll go Raquel with you. I just... I, I can't pick Lacey. Nothing in my brain can pick Lacey, because I don't think Becky's going to win. I don't think Shots going to win. Asuka doesn't need it. Alexa doesn't need it. It's, Liv also needs it, but uh, you've made some valid points. But uh, crowd will pop if Liv gets it. I'm, I'm going to go Raquel, just because it's a she needs something to like keep momentum going on SmackDown. I'm going Raquel. With that said, Magic 8-Ball will Shotsy win my bank. Yes. Kind of, I don't have to do that seven times. All right, cool. We heal a fun. That's our three. It was supposed to say the name. It didn't say the name. It's Becky Lynch. Oh. So just where's the? Do I have that? Still, do we have the command? Do we have the thing? We have the thing for proof. God damn it! <laughs> Doesn't want to show up. Hold, chat. Hold. Oh, we're going to make this work? So there's proof. There. Proof. Becky. We were supposed to announce it. I said it to say something. It didn't say anything. So there. Becky. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about the other women's match because we we're bringing her up a lot. Ronda Rousey versus Natalia. This is this has been a nasty little fe- feud here. They they've been they've been hurling some insults back and forth at each other as only friends can do. <laughs> they they um, they've gotten personal. That's for they have gotten very, very personal. Um, I'm going to be very quick and decisive. I don't think Natty is winning this match. Oh God, no. Um, depending on where this goes on the show, though, this could be where some where your women's money in the bank winner obviously could take advantage. If this is the opener, then obviously that's not going to happen. 
Um, but Natty is a completely credible challenger to Rhonda. She's the one that could probably take Rhonda to task the most out of the available women, but I just don't foresee Natty winning, unfortunately. I think it's just, it's a holdover feud to whoever Rhonda is facing at SummerSlam. Yeah, pretty much. That kind of, but they've done a pretty good job of trying to, to, um, piece it together. They, um, I mean, they've really, they've actually done a the, Natty mocking Ronda and then Ronda coming out and talking shit was pretty good on SmackDown this past week. She, and the retorts on social media have been just as good. So, and Natty's a good wrestler and everything like that. So we don't know that's it's going to turn out well. It's going to be a, a, probably be one of the better wrestled matches on the show. Will be match of the night? No, because Money Bank's going to steal the show either way. But Ronda Rousey's going to win this match. I don't think... Um, I don't think many people would, I don't know how many people who are going to pick Natty to win is the better, um, answer to that one. Yep. So I'm going Rhonda, you're going Rhonda. Mm-hmm. For shits and giggles, Magic Gapo will Natty win? It is the silly show, she'll win on Saturday night. Wheel? Wrestler 2. Which would be the challenger Natty, so the wheel and eight ball went Natty, so there are your answers. Ding! All right, up next, let's talk about it. Austin Theory, who is your United States Championship, is taking on Bobby Lashley in a singles match for the title. We've had pose-offs. We've had selfies. We've had missed selfies. We've had a John Cena sighting. We've had all kinds of things going on with these two. And ultimately, it's going to come down to who's going to win the title. Here's my question. Yes. For either man in this match, regardless of who wins, yes. what is the next step? Where do they go? Well, we all thought Theory was headed to, uh, you know. Do, 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 do. And, I mean, he still could be. Like, here's the thing. John Cena could come out at Money in the Bank, and he could cost Austin Theory. Or they could play Cena's music and cost Austin Theory. Like, they basically made it clear that they didn't have Cena on Monday night for SummerSlam, but that doesn't mean that that's the case, because they do, they do like to keep secrets, and they do like to do work, since Cena was there in person, so they could have finalized plans. Who knows? They could have. They could have, so you could move the title onto Bobby Lashley, so Theory can take on Cena without the hindrance of a title. Um... Or you could just have, you know, a one-on-one match and they move on and they go again at SummerSlam, which is the more likely scenario. Because I think this carries through to SummerSlam. Oh, God, does it? I just don't... Because here's the thing. I don't see where you take Austin Theory and I don't see where you take Bobby Lashley after this. There's just... There's a whole big void of nothingness there for both of them. So the only logical conclusion is that you take it to SummerSlam. Ah, maybe... I don't know, as you can tell, the, the thought of that doesn't excite me a lot. <laughs> it's the best way to put it. It doesn't excite me a lot. Well, I mean, the match itself isn't necessarily an exciting prospect. No. I mean, no offense to either man in the match, but it's just, it's something that you kind of sit here and you're like, uh, oh, okay. Because, like, on paper, just looking at the two of them, Bobby Lashley should, in theory, win this match. He's the bigger man. He is the stronger man. He is just leaps and bounds ahead of Theory in every way possible. Except for the fact that Theory has Vince McMahon in his corner. Yes. Um, Who, disgraced or not, is still going to show up and still going to be a part of this. So that 
change that tips the scales a little bit more in theory's favor because I'm going to be very honest. I don't foresee any titles changing hands on this show. There's no reason to do it a month before SummerSlam. There's just not. Unless. Unless. Tomorrow <laughs> or, or on Saturday at uh at Money in the Bank, we have Lashley win. And then come Monday, he can be the American hero walking out on Raw, United States champion and all the celebratory things because it's Fourth, Fourth of July. July. That that's the only reason I could see that happening. <laughs> I don't know. You going theory then? Uh, yeah, I have to go theory. I'm gonna go Lashley. Eight ball theory retain on Saturday. Says so to ask again later. So we'll do this. Wrestler two. That would be the challenger, Lashley. Eight ball does Lashley win on Saturday? I look good. So there you go on that one. What's next? All right, up next, we have the Usos taking on the Street Profits for the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. I'm going to stick with my um, previous statement because it is the Usos. Every other time we pick the Usos, I have always said it is time to take the titles off of them. They've had a good run, but it's time to give it to somebody else, especially now with the titles being unified. Again, a month out from SummerSlam, I do not foresee them losing the titles. There's just, there's no point in that. Um, as much as I love the Street Profits, as much as I would love to see the Street Profits get the titles, there's just not going to happen because the Usos just literally got the titles. So it's staying with them. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I can't make the argument against it. Right now, the Usos are too strong. Um, Street Profits are going to be a viable challenger, but I don't know what money in the bank, non-stadium edition, do you t- change the titles if this was in the stadium? Possibly. Possibly, because it would have been a bigger deal. Like, at some point, the Bloodline will get their comeuppance, and because Roman is not on this show, hypothetically, you could do it, but it just doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense, sense to me. Right, with what they're doing. It's just like, I feel like if it's going to happen, they will do it at SummerSlam, because I feel like they're going, they always do the reset at SummerSlam or the pay-per-view after SummerSlam, so... I feel like it's coming at some point because you have to, but it's going to be something that when Roman loses his titles, the Usos will either do it right before or right after. Um, but it won't be it won't be like they lose the titles and then Roman carries on being the perpetual champion for another six months. Like it'll be they all get their comeuppance really, really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I just want to compliment WWE by the way. In the fact that you do not have Roman Reigns at this show. I know a lot of people are upset about that. But here's the thing. This is the show where basically somebody's going to get a guaranteed contract for your title. Roman has both world championships. Or both heavyweight championships, I should, should say. So by not appearing, nobody can cash in on him. Because it's anytime, anywhere people can ca- cash that in. You can be walking down the hallway and somebody could cash in on you. It's that kind of thing. So it's very intelligent of Roman to not be at this show because, hey, if he's wrestling, somebody can cash in on him. And that's no fun, especially given who's in the match. Yeah, it's a smart deal. I would expect that we don't see a lot of Roman heading into SummerSlam because now the money in the bank is getting crowned. Um, Or the Usos will at least have to be on protection duty hardcore after Saturday night. But yeah, I don't see them. I don't see them losing. So Usos for me. Usos for you. April Usos? You may rely on it. Wheel? Wrestler 2. Profits. 
Alright. By the way, chat. If you have that Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming Support the channel by clicking that purple rectangular button below the screen. Alright. And you get the fancy new GG emote. Woo! Let's talk about the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair taking on Carmella, the stand in. <laughs> I'm sorry, I hate to call her that, but they... well, that's what she is. Because I think it was supposed to be Rhea. No, it was. It was announced. It was Rhea Ripley, but she's got hurt with so the, with the brain injury and the teeth and the things and all the stuff. So it's it's Carmella making the save, coming in to challenge Bianca for the championship again. This is another one of those scenarios where if this opens, this sh- Bianca does not have to worry about the women's money in the bank winner. But if this is after the women's money in the bank, obviously Bianca will have a challenge on her hands because not only does she have to heal, deal with Carmella, who is a credible challenger, um, you'll have somebody who's got a guaranteed contract for a match that can be cashed in at any time. So Car- Carmella could uh, wear Bianca down, and then Bianca could lose her title. She could, in fact, lose the title. I think Carmella's a strong, strong um, wrestler. I think she's great on the mic. I think she's improved a lot. She's a really good character. When they actually push her correctly, they got rid of the mask. She's able to Thank do you. it. She, she's able to do all the things. And yeah, this is not her match. It, it's Bianca's retaining the title. But it should be a fun little match that the, the, the two of them have. But in the end, it's going to be Bianca going over, and I don't think anyone cashes in. No, I think Bianca goes over, and it's it's no must, no fuss there. Just it's just kind of one of those things. It just you know it happens. As much as I would want Carmella to have a chance again, SummerSlam right there. Like if this was last month, it's like you yeah, know I think Carmella actually could reasonably stand a chance. This month with the SummerSlams looming. Mm, no, it's going to stay on Bianca. It's going to stay on Bianca. All right, so Bianca, you Bianca? Yeah, Bianca. Eight ball Bianca? It is certain. Okay. Wheel? Wrestler 2. Oh. Carmella. All right. So last, but certainly not least, you have Seth freaking Rollins taking on Drew McIntyre, taking on Sheamus, taking on Omos, taking on Sami Zayn, taking on Riddle, taking on a to-be-determined tomorrow night on SmackDown when Kevin Owens will go for his shot in the Money in the Bank. But you have the Money in the Bank ladder match for the World Heavyweight Championship contract. I don't know who I want to win. So the to-be-determined was either going to be Ezekiel or Kevin Owens as a Monday, but Things happened where Owens could not be at the show, so they delayed the match and probably made the chance. This matchup, none of these people were going to win. His name was Cody Rhodes. Yeah, unfortunately, Cody is injured, so Cody cannot do the thing. We assumed Cody was going to win this one because it was all lined up in his favor to win. Yeah, it was supposed to be the summer of Cody. You you could tell the way that they debuted him at Mania, the way that they built him with Seth. The way that they had him all ready to go, to go into Money in the Bank after defeating Seth Rollins triumphantly in a Hell in a Cell. You know, you have all these things. He sweeps Seth. He goes into Money in the Bank. He has a huge amount of momentum. And he wins the Money in the Bank. And then he goes to SummerSlam. And he beats Roman Reigns for the title. And he's crowned the new champion. And it is the summer of Cody. And that's what it was supposed to be, I feel like. We all we all acknowledge that. And now we have to wait for WrestleMania for that to happen. So... In this match, I don't think Sheamus is winning. I think, no, I don't think Sheamus is winning. 
I don't know how I feel about Drew. I love Drew. I would love to see Drew as champion again. And I feel like he would be a really fantastic thorn in Roman's side. Yeah, and it would be the easy way to set up the clash at the castle. Him calling a shot. Yeah, like you just have Drew McIntyre win. He calls a shot against Roman or whoever the champion is at the time that he's going to face off. It's going to be Roman. And you do that. And that's because they've been doing that a lot with the money in the bank recently where it's not as much of a threat as it used to be where you don't have people teasing and it's just somebody gets the contract and they're like i'm gonna call my shot which i appreciate and i respect that i actually like that more than somebody trying to weasel their way in like it's always nice because you have characters that you know lend themselves to that like seth who take the opportunity to win the title but then you have people who do it more honorably where they're like you want no i'm going i want to win this the right way I'm going to call my shot, and if I win it, I win it. If I don't, I don't. But this is my this is my opportunity. So I would be okay with with Drew winning it, but Seth would also be a really good thorn in Roman's side. He would. Omos winning would be boring because MVP would be boring with it. It's just I, no, I don't want. I'm wanna... trying. No offense to Omos, but why is he in this match? Big guy, big things, throwing people around. Um, but you have Drew and Sheamus in there. I know, but they cancel each other out in terms of things they could do. Going back to a scenario we threw out at WrestleMania with Seth could, you know, somehow weasel his way into a match and, 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 and get into the Mania, WrestleMania main event. He could pull it off here, win Money in the Bank, head to SummerSlam and cash in and steal the belt from Roman again in a Roman versus Brock match. It is a very viable situation. That could happen. I'd be down for that, actually. <sighs> The momentum Riddle's had has been pretty good. Sucks that Randy got hurt. The team was doing really well. And their momentum sky high. And he's one of the most popular baby faces they have on either side of the roster. So he's like, but, and this would be his way to get back into a match for the world title. Um, because he's not allowed to technically challenge Roman for the belt, but money in the bank is the exception to the rule. Um, crowd would pop big for Riddle winning. I don't think crowd would like Omos winning. Okay, let's let's throw this scenario out cuz you cuz we have the TBD. Yes. Let's talk about Ezekiel winning money in the bank. <laughs> that would be and is, something. That would be something. And you have Ezekiel go on to challenge Roman Reigns for the championships or he does the thing where he sneaks in on Roman and he does the pin one, two, three, and Ezekiel is now your unified champion. That would be a scenario, not a good scenario. But it's a moment, right? It's a moment none of us would forget that Ezekiel Ezekiel goes for Roman, like he 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 puts his big boy man panties on and he goes for Roman Reigns, right? He just guts it out. He's going to do it for his brother Elias. He's going to achieve what his brother Elias never did. He's going to win the championship and I think it would actually be his first championship on the main roster. So, like, he's gonna win, and he's gonna do the thing for Elias, and one of two scenarios could happen. He wins, or Kevin Owens costs him. Like, Kevin just cannot stand it. He's beside himself with fury, and so he just costs Ezekiel the match. And the money in the bank. Because he just is livid. And that's how you keep the titles on Rowan. It's a scenario. However, I don't think he has the same momentum 
that Sandow had when he got the briefcase. Oh, he doesn't have the momentum by half. Like, that's the thing. Like, literally, when Sandow got the briefcase, everybody, and I mean everybody, wanted to see Damien Sandow win that title. Because he was one of the first ones to call his shot. Yeah. He was... I think he was the first one to look at the champion and be like, I want to, I want to fight you for, but I want to do it the right way. Like I said, I want to challenge you one-on-one when you're at your best and I'm at my best and we see who the better person is in this. I'm not going to sneak in. I'm not going to wait till you're down. I'm not going to cheap shot you with the briefcase. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. I want to fight you one-on-one to prove to myself that I can do this. And they did it. And it was kind of one of those moments like, oh my god, please put the title in Sandow because it would have made him. It would have absolutely made Damien Sandow. It would have. And they just didn't do it. And it killed the character and he just could never recover. Well, then he got Miz now, and he was fine for a little bit. But beyond that, yeah. But they never—he never got close to it ever again. No. So I don't see the Ezekiel scenario working out as well. Um. But it would be a surprise. It would be, in fact, be a surprise. Yes, I will give you that much. It would be a surprise. Um, I'm torn. I'm not going Omas. I'm not going. Going Sammy. Though Sammy winning would be amusing. Um, Sheamus. I can't pick Sheamus. I don't, I'm not on TBD, unless it's Kevin, and if it's Kevin, Kevin could win it too. Ooh, Kevin would be fun, but I, I hope everything's okay and he makes it. Um, I think, I don't think, I don't think Drew needs it necessarily. Seth would be fun though. Seth would be, like, just the possibilities of Seth haunting Roman. Or anyone. Yeah, just Roman in general, yeah. Just the just because there's so much history between the two and we've been here with them before, but just Seth, especially with the character that he's doing now, just haunting Roman. Like just the laugh alone. Like Roman just like cause Seth can get in Roman's head. He did it before. And he can live rent free in Roman's head because it's I'm trying to remember if Roman ever forgave Seth for the the shield stuff. I don't think he did fully. So you have the history going all the way back to the shield and then coming forward between the two. And Seth is a good, reliable money in the bank person. He'll probably cash in. They would have him cash in very quick, probably even like the night of SummerSlam, depending on the situation. And you kind of go back to that WrestleMania moment like we keep saying. Um, but I don't know if they're going to do that. Because it's like the whole, here's the thing, the whole riddle thing intrigues the shit out of me, and I hate that it does. Mm -hmm. But it's like, they named, they did the stipulation that Riddle can't challenge as long as Roman is champion for a reason, right? They did that specifically for a reason. Like, the first time Riddle challenges Roman, it's it's a one and done. And, like, the scenario of Riddle getting the money in the bank and having that stipulation in place is a really interesting one because you could kind of kind of get like with Adam Pierce involved and be like, well, what does that mean? Because he now has a guaranteed title shot for the world championships, specifically for the world championships. So he has to be able to challenge Roman. Yeah. Or is it he's not allowed? He has to hold the money in the bank until Roman loses the title, mm-hmm. which is another story that you could tell where basically Matt, like Matt Riddle is just stuck 
Yeah. And Roman Reigns could hold that title for another year if they wanted to. It would suck for everybody, but he could do it. Where it's like Matt Riddle is the first one that never is not allowed to cash in. He can't do it. Yeah. Because I'm waiting for that. Like, I'm waiting for somebody to miss the opportunity with the money in the bank and they hold it for like a year and a day. And they're not able to cash in on on the opportunity and they, they have to forfeit it because of that. Like, I'm waiting for them to do that. They've gotten close a couple times, but they haven't gone there yet. I don't think they'll go there with Matt Riddle because, like I said, Roman can't hold that title for another year. He just can't do it. Um, They're going to have to move it at some point because he's run out of people to challenge. Yeah. Here, here we are. Um, So you need to move. You need to move the title. I... Honestly, I'm kind of down between Drew and Seth. I just, I'm having a hard time picking between the two. Because you have, like you said, you have Clash at the Castle coming up. Drew calls a shot. You do that whole setup. It makes sense. Because it's already announced, right? The what? The the show? No, the fact that Drew's taking on Roman. No. Oh. But it would be the way to set it up. Yeah. You could do that. It's an easy setup. Drew calls a shot. Bada bing, bada bang, bada boom. It's done. God, I love the idea of Seth haunting Roman. Because it's going to be such good TV. Just Seth, just utterly screwing with Roman and the Usos and Heyman. God, it'd be so good. Fuck it, I'm going with Seth. Yeah, to where my brain's going, it's like, yeah, do Seth Rollins. That's the pick. Mm, I'm gonna go Riddle. I just. Mm. Yeah, it's like it's hard to pick. <sighs> good job, WWE. It's hard to pick this. Yeah, I'll go Riddle. Just to, mm, yeah, Riddle. Screw it, we'll go Riddle. Uh, Magic Eight Ball. Omos wins Money in the Bank, Magic April? It is certain. Mm. We'll... Hold on. Just because I'm not sure it's going to say the name. We're going to go to the window. Spin. Sami Zayn. Mm. Okay. It, it did work this time. There you go. So that's Money in the Bank as we know it. Hopefully they add nothing. Because the amount of stuff would suck on Friday. But yeah, that's Money in the Bank. You... Send him pics, media, wildtalkradio.com, or tweet him at wildtalkradio, media, wildtalkradio.com. If you want to email them, best place is facebook.com slash groups slash wildtalkradio.network. Yep. So we're done here? We're done. So let's plug away. Available now on the Rock Extra Reviews, Ms. and Mrs. Season 3, Episode 4 and 5. They're both available. We did things. We recorded. Go us. We caught up. Saturday night, there is no CB Radio or Fortnite with friends because we'll be live at 11 p.m. Eastern if... For Money in the Bank review, me and Lindsay live find Money in the Bank to review it all. Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, WTR Sunday night reviews Money in the Bank. Monday night. No, uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know if I'm going to go see fireworks or not. It's 4th of July. Maybe we won't. We won't do it. Worry about it. Take the holiday. We'll take the holiday. I don't know. Unless something major happens, maybe we'll go live. So we'll call that one 50-50. <laughs> okay, guys. Cool. Um, we'll be back live Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. We'll do something next week. I don't know. Figure it out. 10 p.m. Eastern. It's at Rackwood Air Show on all social media platforms. Wherever you get the podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Amazon, whatever it may be. Search the Rock Radio Show. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter. It's Facebook.com. It's Wild Talk Radio. If you have the Amazon Prime link in your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming Support Channel by clicking that purple rectangular button below the screen. And you get fancy emotes. We got like four so far. There's follower emotes too, so you can use those too. But um, we have a GG emote. I might change it a little bit, but right now we have a Bush GG emote. So when we play video games, 
You can go check our VOD from last night. We did Fall Guys, so if you missed it, it's there. We played Fall Guys for like an hour. There's me screaming a lot. A lot of her screaming. So there's that. Um, which Fall Guys is in the Epic Game Store. We are Epic Partners. You can use Creator Code Rockinsock or... Lynn's M. Ward. In the Fortnite item shop or Epic Game Store. Because, one, there's a magic carpet in Traversal Emote. It's in the shop now. Along with Street Fighter. Along, along, along with Naruto. Or Naruto. Or however you want to pronounce it. It's there. Buy all the skins. All the things. But why, Lindsay? We are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Lensward, L-I-N-S-W-R-D. You can follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lensward, where I stream Fortnite, Genshin, Impact, and Fall Guys on occasion. Probably won't be a lot of Fall Guys, because um, I don't think I can play it for very long with sound. Like, if I didn't have to have the sound, it would be better. But we'll see. Um, you can also check out my YouTube, lensward.rockradioshow.com, or just look for Lensward on the YouTubes, and like you said, use the creator code. Also, check out our very fine sponsor, mbgfilmsyoutube.com, slash mbg1211. So for Rock, I'm Lizzie Ward. You've been listening to Rack right here on walltalkradio.com, and we will see you next week. Till then, bye! WildTalkRadio.com.